Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I've got love on my fingers, everybody. Welcome! to the Football Ramble. Leeds United are in the next round and is the Super League still alive? It's Wednesday, 7th of February. I'm Marcus Speller. I'm Jim Campbell. Er, uh, Marcus. And I'm Andy Bradfield. For those of you who don't know, that was Pete Donaldson who made that rude noise. Uh, yeah. Um, I, just, I just don't like royal blood. I see. Uh, careful. Uh, thanks to friend of the ramble, George Ware, for sending... Not George Ware. George no. Ware, I state, uh, for sending us today's intro. Uh, yeah, I mean, thanks, George. I mean, thanks really, really thank you on thanks, this occasion. George. Thank you for thank making you, Marcus yeah. say that. Clip Look, it. We left ourselves open to this. Yeah. So, That's another line from the song. <laughs> <laughs> I once um, interviewed uh, Royal Blood, and uh, I, I don't like the guys. For, I just think they're this is the band who, they're who provided yeah, the. Yeah, uh, I think, the I think line. they're dickheads. They went um, viral for being dickheads in the summer. Yes, they? yeah, and, and, I, and I nodded and went, yes, Are they from yes. Portsmouth? Yes, I believe Similar they part are. of the world yes. to Luke Moore, yeah? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. 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 I just um, wondered if that was relevant. And during the interview, um, I don't know what I did with my mobile phone, but um, I pressed some... I, like, my, phone just, my phone just went off in my pocket and it, and it was like, Hello there! And it was my voice. <laughs> <laughs> just confusing. Right. We're doing a Dom Jolly. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. Okay. My phone and was doing something. Yeah. No, doing they're, they're the dickheads, aren't they? They're the dickheads. <laughs> not me. Yeah, I ruined that interview. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, if you... Uh, want to become a friend of the Ramble where you'll never be considered a dickhead, of course. Head over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. And if you do that, you'll uh, also get a special extended version of the Ramble today. And every single Wednesday for just $5 a month, you'll also get access to the Ramble Discord where our very own Andy Brassel has been given his opinions uh, on the Leon players that your clubs are trying to sign. Apparently Fulham <laughs> should stay well away. Um, you did say that about Mr. Anderson though and he's now playing for Crystal Palace. Yeah, I'll, I'll you know, be, you get mean, a move to a bigger club. My, my, my opinion might be they're all shit don't bother but you're gonna to have to pay a five or a month to find out yeah, yeah, yeah but i don't want you to, to to do you down or do you dirty andy <laughs> you do give more insight than that yeah yeah, yeah. he's uh, got he's got opinions <laughs> on his fingers marcus um i would say that at this point in andy brassel's career he's <laughs> just so over transfers oh yeah, yeah. Everyone, as soon as the transfer comes in everyone looks at andy and he goes i oh, just just off. ask someone else <laughs> you can't say that on Sky Sports. No, though, can you? <laughs> not, not when they're paying you a moderate fee. <laughs> Pull your hood up, maybe. That's right. And your socks, oh, Andy. This again. When's this going to stop? Why can't they just stay where they are? He's crap. Bored they're of all it. crap. <laughs> so if you do want to sign up to our Patreon, then do head over to patreon.com forward slash football ramble. <laughs> um, FA Cup fourth round replays happened 
last night. Some yes. more tonight, but some happened last night. Leeds United scored three goals in extra time to beat to beat Plymouth Argyle four one mm. and advanced to the uh, fifth round of the FA Cup. It was all about the weather. Mm, Jim Campbell. In, enjoyably rain-soaked camera lenses. Yeah. Which is, yeah. it makes it feel like it's from a different era. Mm. Um, I Get, enjoyed that a lot. Can you have a little windscreen wiper on your camera? Is that not? Um, I think you should. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense. Agreed. Yeah. Although, would that ruin the camera? No, I think it would be okay. Look, we, we live in times of technological marvel, so I'm yeah. sure it's possible. Mind you, though, do you remember? I think it was actually the Rugby World Cup. Sorry to bring rugby to the table. Ugh. When, um, I forget who it was, but he, he, for some reason, there was a pen hand and he signed, oh no, well, obviously, he was, it was after mm. the game, signing players. Sign, and he sign signed the camera. the camera lens and the cameraman was like, uh, that's, that's 15 a grand. That's a 10 grand lens. I'm a gentleman. I'm a gentleman. Tennis, so, isn't it? Tennis, tennis is a big do, one. They yeah. do that at the end of every game now. Yeah, yeah. The winning player signs the lens. Is well, it clearly... not a bit of glass in front of it? Could you not just put a lens protector on the front? Tennis have learned, Peter. They've got. Well, you probably need that in tennis because if the ball smashes the lens, which it presumably has done once or twice over the years. I'd love to see the accuracy. You're well, selling that footage for millions, surely. You would. I don't think they're aiming for it. Though. No, I think it's just a bit of uh, friendly fire. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so but it was it was awful weather down um, in the uh, the southwest of England. Uh, the presenters still had to present pitch side uh, despite the game being played in in that kind of weather. I do love that. You know, like well, come on. TNT Sports do it, and before that, BT Sports do it for years. And the BBC are like, surely, is there, is there not a box at Plymouth Argyle? Get, get, get a gazebo. Get a, a little gaz- more of our gazebo. Oh, that'll be away. Why? What do you, you mean? You I would peg fly it away. Yeah, peg it down. Oh, not in that. It'll be on the silly you aisles before. You never you secured can... a gazebo, Marcus. Uh, not in that weather. <laughs> no church barbecues. Chaos. Peter, in that hot kind oil of... everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in that kind of weather, you've got no chance. Right. Absolutely no well, chance. Well, Glenn Murray had a had a um, an, umbrella. Uh, an umbrella, but he didn't. He didn't sort of. He just covered himself, didn't he? He did. Yeah. He had. Uh, I think like he... Vladimir Putin at the World Cup <laughs> final. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, one thing that was lovely to see is just Daniel Farker's head. Yes, yeah. always big it's head. It's a it's a big meaty head. It's a meaty it head. Really is. Do you know what I mean? And and the noise that comes out of it. It's it like surprises those, me every time. Do you remember like those kind of like crappy butchers that you see those smokies, those illegal smokies? Because you're not like they're the head of like a, a sheep, I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, and you. Um, I could see Farker's head. I could in the see Farker's head hung up like a smoky. <laughs> I know what you mean. And it would still have that expression. He's like a wrestler that's just in how the helium balloon. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> but, right. but he does again. If you saw him in a, in a dark alleyway, you'd crap yourself. But then if he sort of asked for directions, you'd be like, oh, what? yeah, fine. I'll, I'll take about? you there myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm worried like someone will take advantage of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'll escort you there. I know. Yeah. But he is doing fine work, though, um, despite what we think about his appearance, which we're, by the way, very much in favour of. A sheep's head in a butcher's exactly. and a big well, fat head. And if that's not a compliment, I don't know what is, yeah. quite frankly. And he looks like he's going to steal your mobile phone. I mean, it's, it's, it's a... <laughs> If we were in court with this, this is a, this is a, a massive takedown of the man's character. Yeah, I, I think we've learned over Big the head years. Big theft. But if any thief. of us, if any of us popped up in court for anything, you, you might just plead guilty and yeah. hope for the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, do, do a plea deal, absolutely. <laughs> don't, don't don't even hear the charges. <laughs> Show willing. Accept a plea deal. Exactly, I was, I've been yeah. working on a podcast about a, a cyclist who brought a, a mortared uh, bike to a to, to a race. Yeah, lost the machine. Quite production. sure that's and, cheating. And, <laughs> well, I was I took it to legal, uh, our legal team, and uh, they said a lot of stuff. And I was like, "Oh, imagine my uh, yeah. the way I conduct myself on the ramble." <laughs> oh, spent conviction laws have been apparently a big thing. Oh, not allowed okay. to mention crimes that may have happened in the past. Okay, oh, David Pleat. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm probably going to stop mentioning that one. Okay. Oh. Uh, well, I think we all need to have a word with these people. Um, but uh, but but Leeds United under Farker, Andy Brassel, compose yourself, man. Otherwise, you'll be in the dock uh, defending us, and that'll be you know <laughs> like trying to defend the Plymouth Argyle goal the extra time. Um, he's doing well with Leeds. They're they're on for promotion. Very much second place, of course, because. Um, in the championship uh, Leicester City have got a first spot wrapped up yeah. already and I know Leicester fans will hate that but uh, you did win the Prem so you know is, mm. this is a small fry for you exactly and yeah. Ipswich have come back towards the pack a, a little bit yes which you could definitely tell from their last couple of yeah. days of the transfer but Leeds five wins on the bounce in the championship through to the next round of the, of the FA Cup you know it's looking pretty good for them when, the when you think of the players they've lost as well yeah he's, he's, do, he's doing a, a really really good job there is still quite a lot of residual talent there in Mm. talent that they could get more out of I think Jorginho Ruta is the obvious one mm-hmm. isn't he he's just only really starting to find his feet this season you know like Pete when Newcastle went down mm. uh, and 
Colaccini really benefited from a season in the championship yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and came back and he, he was all at sea when he first arrived from Deportivo and then when he came back he was a really really good Premier League defender mm. I wonder he just if played more matches to, than he you? would have yeah, done <laughs> exactly, exactly you know it, it is sink or swim when you're playing 46 a season I guess but um, talk, talking of sink or swim when it was raining that heavily <laughs> and Leeds were really battering them yeah. I thought never as a game had undeserved equaliser written over it in bigger letters <laughs> yeah, you know yeah. that we're going to have 30 minutes more that no one really wants here but those we? letters washed away yeah. <laughs> yes. that's right I that did enjoy it. that Plymouth's goal was, was scored with a chest it's yes. a rare yeah. thing yeah. and it is to be applauded mm. any, any body Another part is quite, quite rare I mean it, you know we any were, legal body part <laughs> is um, rare yes yes Jim obviously uh, but, uh, <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to save you from right. um, people accusing you of being really into handballs I appreciate that. <laughs> I do appreciate that. But I mean, look, for Terry Butcher's sake, I'll never be into handballs, okay? Um, but I mean, we enjoyed uh, Issa Diop's goal at Fulham with the thigh. Yes. You know, mm. so so with the chest, you know, again, it's that, it's that kind Darling of... Darling Haaland with his perineum. <laughs> yes! Yeah. There you go, another good one. All from this season, by the way. It's, it's a wonderful time to be alive, I think we can agree. Um, uh, Willie Notto opened the score with a nice one. And, and a player, Andy, we know he's got quality... And that's the kind of that, that, that's the kind of stuff. As you say with with Leeds, they've got talent there to, to hold on to play like that. Is obviously a bit of a yeah, I mean, a coup. It's not really. It oh, says. I, I think it, I think it was because he was doing everything he could to yeah. get sold. It wasn't really his choice to stay, was it? Yes. <laughs> West Ham were apparently um, after him too, as well, which would have been very very tempting in that window. So they they did well to see that off if that interest was indeed concrete. Yeah. I think Crescencio Somerville is another player that done really well to hang uh, yes, on to. Absolutely. Like, the, the point you make about you know when players go down to the championship and, you know, it becomes almost a little bit of a boot camp. I wonder if that'll be even more so given the age profile of those two players. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Definitely. And it's always nice to see Patrick Bamford, isn't it? Yeah, well, absolutely. Yeah. He's got to be careful, Bamford, because it's like Huck he's... his own. Ah, maybe. I didn't mean that. I mean, he's he's 30 and I still think... <laughs> he really? Yeah, I know. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So I... So it's... And I already think that he's got a career in the media. I mean, I know he does, the, the, you know, some stuff with the BBC, but it's like you do have a good few years left. You know, mm, he's on the bench, yeah. and I just think, you know, if you can get back up into the Premier League, because that, I mean, that season he had in the Premier, you know, where he, where he, you know, earned his England cap. I mean, I think that's probably gone now, but he's still got a bit of talent, as we know from that glorious goal he got in um, in the previous round. So, yeah. I anyway. think um, if he does have a career in presenting, it'll probably be like country file or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go. Be the one Tony Pulis over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, but it's a good win for Leeds though even though it went to extra time but they'll 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 take it uh, into the next round. Uh, Southampton eased past Watford 3-0. It was absolutely rasper in this game. Southampton unbeaten in 24 matches in all competitions. They face Liverpool in the next round. Mm. Now, so, talking of talking of keeping players yes. past the deadline, Sekumara was well worth keeping for Southampton. I mean, obviously yeah. the two goals in in this. And when you think of like young players being dropped into unpromising situations, like a lot of those Leeds Leeds players that you were talking about yeah. that, there, Jim. And I think he's he's one of those. You know, the point at which he joined Southampton, uh-huh. it was completely unrealistic to expect him to help them to turn it around. He had quite little first-team experience at the time, and he was in an absolute mess at Bordeaux ahead of that. So basically, all his career mm. has been sort of swimming against the tide, really. Yeah. And he's still able to show his talent. Well, and now he's trying to go with the tide because Southampton are up in second in the championship. Another mm. one, a bit like um, Leeds and obviously Ipswich, who have dropped off slightly going uh, for promotion. And a really unusual game this because first half really even and second half Southampton just absolutely hammered. Honestly it, it could have it could have been like 5, 6 or 7 yeah. easily. And Watford are currently 11th. I know we're talking about the FA Cup but just you know their situation they're, they're 11th in the, um, the championship. But properly in the playoff mix. It's well exactly. Tight. That's it isn't it? You yeah. know 11th just means 4 points off 6 in the playoffs. Mm. Is it, time, is it time for Watford to come back up or is it a bit too soon? I thought you were going to say to change their manager. Well, that as well. Props. Yeah, that yeah. all come and go, kind of goes into the mix, doesn't it? Have a Luton-Watford derby that would sort be, of thing. That yeah. would be great. Mm. Great. I'd like to see that. Yeah, I think be interesting. so. Bit well, of needle. Okay, fine. enjoy needle. Yeah, true. All right, I'm, you've convinced me, Jim. Get him up for crying out loud. Yeah, come on. Um, now, Jim, I come to you with this. The former Southampton manager Nathan Jones is back in football. Yes. Did he ever really go away? I suppose he profoundly did. Yes. <laughs> well, um, since leaving the Premier League, of course, that was his last appointment. He's now um, back at Charlton Athletic in League One, and he said, "I've 
um, I had been approached by a number of clubs to get back into management, but I had been waiting for the right opportunity. I'm so excited about this. Mm, but I mean, I mean, it's, it's the right opportunity if you're the South London press. I mean, they must be rubbing their hands together. <laughs> well, this is the thing. You so often like, described him as a man with a knife between his teeth. Jim. Yeah, yeah. Or just like I always, whenever you'd read the quotes for, or even <laughs> indeed see. Um, the, the interviews he did, he'd always sort of had his hands folded underneath yeah. him, and I just, I just always got the impression he had some sort of weapon there, hiding uh, just because he's got that energy, isn't yeah. he? That, that, yeah. yeah. If any manager crackled with electricity, the man. Yes. If any manager could sprout um, Wolverine claws, I think it would be it probably him. would be him. Yeah. Mm. But his his record before Southampton was genuinely really good. So this is really as good he often point. reminded us, absolutely, indeed. <laughs> but he's, indeed. you know, but it was true. He had the highest XG in Europe at one point, or whatever it was, um, when he was in the Championship. So um, I, I I hope it goes well, and we see more of him. Well, Charlton are struggling a little bit. So you know, I I, I would have thought if Charlton fans would probably think that's a bit of a coup. I mean, again, it wasn't that long yeah. he was managing in the Prem. <laughs> well, this, absolutely. Is, this is it. I mean. Mm. it... it Football's really cruel like that, isn't it? One bad experience yes. can, can can completely taint someone's reputation. Definitely in this studio. <laughs> <laughs> um, elsewhere in the FA Cup, Coventry City beat Sheffield Wednesday, which means they will play Maidstone United in the next round. And we were talking about this, weren't we? Because obviously Wednesday, um, Coventry are higher in the in, in the footballing pyramid. Um, Hillsborough's, you know, that what a ground that mm. would be to, to play at. And uh, it, it's Coventry and you think... They're going to beat Mason four or five nil or something, yeah. but you never know. Is there still magic in the FA Cup? <laughs> it's, it's going to be such an ask, isn't it? If you look at the um, if you look at how the you know the pattern of the game went against Ipswich, whenever I say Ipswich, I still think of Bielsa not being able to say it. Do you remember that? Yes, that interview was he kept going Ipswich, Ipswich, very enjoyable. But yeah, I mean, obviously Ipswich has so many chances, and you can't imagine that Maidstone will be able to pull that off again, but. We live in hope. We live in hope. I mean, and, and, and if they did manage to get past it, I don't know. It would, you know. Imagine be... they get past it and they, they, they still get an underwhelming time. Yeah, like Blackburn beat Newcastle and they get Blackburn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, yeah. um, but yes, uh, well, all eyes on on, on that one. Um, still, It's still quite a big stadium for them to play in, surely. Oh, absolutely. I mean, like, yeah, it's, still, it's still a great adventure. They fought, um, uh, you know, tooth and nail to get back in there. Yeah, enjoy no, it, Medston. Yeah, well, and that's 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 very much um, mm, Neil Warnock's agreed. message last yeah. night to his Aberdeen players. Just enjoy it, go out there, <laughs> and that's where we go now, everybody. Uh, uh, let's go to Scotland because Neil Warnock did um, lead out his Aberdeen side, um, his Aberdeen side, yes, against Rangers at Ibrox last night. They lost two one. And after the game, he said, you have to enjoy that tonight. The crowd were fabulous. The ground um, here at Ibrox is amazing. Now, I understand that... that Just Warnock's... what the fans want to hear. So, the Warnock's appointment has split uh, opinion, it's fair to say, in Aberdeen. Less so now. Mm. And, and yeah, and I mean, on the BBC, when they when they you know, released some of his quotes and, and, and some of the... the stuff around this I looked at a lot of the comments and there was a lot of comments from, from Aberdeen fans and other fans of Scottish football and by far the majority were saying oh this is a great appointment like he's such a breath of fresh air like what a character and all this kind of stuff Right. but I stress though they weren't all Aberdeen, I don't know how yeah. many of them were Aberdeen I think, fans I think he's about as popular as that typhoid outbreak Aberdeen had in the 60s <laughs> really? <laughs> okay yeah Argentinian beef, beef. is that mm, what what, yeah. did, what did it? Palm beef Hang on, corn beef is not quite Argentinian beef, is it? Well, this beef was. All right, right, buddy. Well, if you're going to corn your beef, make sure it's British. All right, your corner beef. (laughs) Well, um, yes. When Warnock sounds like it's his kind of farewell tour, Mm. um, and he's just using Aberdeen for grand tour. Absolutely. I mean, the the Aberdeen goal was so route one. It's like such a Mm. proper indication of what's to come from typhoid. But is is he? But is he? Neil. Is he is he going to be is he going to be a success though because he does Well he seems to think so. He, I mean he, he does seem to get tunes out of players doesn't he? Well I, so so going back to basics. I think for Warnock that reason in Europe come on. Yeah, he for for 4 months or whatever the job is. <laughs> I actually don't think it's that bad an appointment because he clearly is a a, a player. I'm sorry, a manager that players often like to play for mm. and he does have that feel good factor around it and that's all and a part of the interviews. as well it's a real bonus a, a massive <laughs> bonus absolutely um, and he's got a holiday home in the Shetland Isles so they yeah. just pop over yeah. there um, uh, that's not true um, so uh, with Warnock yeah I think this is a bad appointment And he, but I, I mean he did say you know I'm, I'm only going to be here four months can't imagine I'll get sacked in that time and all this kind of stuff yeah. it's like okay so it's those kind of comments but he, he's <laughs> also said though isn't he that his, his aim is to win the Scottish Cup because he's never won a cup before and yes. that would be that, and he thinks that would be brilliant I, and that's you know admirable yeah. and I, I, it does it, it 
as a sort of temporary role, it's a really interesting MO. And you probably, as an Aberdeen fan, you're thinking, what is happening here? This yeah. could, not, could not possibly be more short term. But well, that, I, I love the idea of that. Although based on how they played against Rangers yesterday and given that the you know, Rangers and Celtic are still, you know, both still in the cup, in the cup it's going to yeah. be a big ask. Yeah, I mean, they drew with Celtic just before Warnock took over, of course. But, you know, Aberdeen are not um, doing brilliantly, although their man up top who got the goal has got 20 this season already. So he's, And you know, they did well to hold him past the deadline. Yeah, so, so, yeah. so yeah, exactly. So so really well. I mean, yeah, with, 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 with Warnock, like, I honestly think it's a good appointment, but I do get it that some of the stuff he's saying, the fans do think, hang on, the, the Warnock circus is in town and we're it sounds being a bit, used for it. Yeah, it sounds yeah. a bit farewell toury and yeah, as massively. if he, do, he doesn't really know anything about the, the players he's in charge of or the league he's going into. And, and I think that that's, that's the concern. When you have that feel, I guess, in a smaller league, that you have no real knowledge of it. It's like, you know, when you had like Gus Hiddink taking over Turkey and mm-hmm. there was a feeling that he was like sort of doing it over the phone. But, your point about it being about confidence. Aberdeen are not a, have not got a terrible squad no. by by any stretch of the imagination. But I they're think, underperforming in the league. Yeah, this yeah big time. So I think if you, if you're talking about it as not a player problem or not not a talent problem, but a confidence problem, then easy man. Which, which was clearly the case. Yeah. I mean, I I saw them at Hearts the other week, and they were probably the better team until Hearts scored the opening goal, mm-hmm. and then just. It fell off a cliff. Yeah, you, you know, it was it was it was clear that it was only going in one, one direction. Mm. This is the funny thing with with Neil Warnock. He has retired, <laughs> but he has taken up the hobby of managing professional football. Teams. <laughs> a big it's, club it's like brilliant. Aberdeen as well. It's, I mean, Work on an old car for crying yeah. out loud. It's not that easy though, is it? As you, as you find out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very very good points. Yeah, he's got his hobby. You've yeah. got yours. Okay, <laughs> but just yeah. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. I, I just think that when he's saying, you know, an amazing atmosphere at Ibrox and so on, it's Neil, a, yeah. you need to know how much Aberdeen hate Rangers mm. kind of thing. But I mean, he did compliment the away support and stuff. So Ab- yeah. Aberdeen do uh, Aberdeen does have the reputation of having more per capita um, uh, lottery millionaires than right? anywhere else in the country. I honestly really? thought you were going to say sheep in the country. So maybe he's, maybe he's just maybe he's just kind of like playing the odds. Set, playing the odds <laughs> mine. Well, if I move I up here, if I move up here for four months, I'll, I'll give myself the best chance, won't I? <laughs> I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. Um, yeah, they play Bonnie Rig Rose in the Scottish Cup in the last 16 on Saturday. That's a lovely fixture, isn't it? Mm. Isn't it? Neil Warnock facing Bonnie Rigrose. We never thought we'd live to see the day. Um, elsewhere in Scotland, Ross County lost 5-0 to Motherwell last night. After the match, Derek Adams admitted he's now considering his own future after seven games in the job. <laughs> he's like, considering his yeah. future. <laughs> he's like the anti-Nathan Jones. Like, <laughs> no the, the words are the same, but the energy is completely different. <laughs> 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 what a... I mean... What a contrast, so Neil Warnock to Derek Adams. Yeah, like so, so different. Like he, he really is. Um, it's like just a, a very, very downbeat man at the moment. He's like a man who's had to step in and take over at the local undertakers because no one else is available. <laughs> <laughs> well, another one has days. You know. <laughs> it's, it's not much job satisfaction here. <laughs> just painting like clown makeup on the corpse. <laughs> Can you put some makeup on that corpse? Yeah. Hey, yeah. Perhaps a bigger job than I realised. <laughs> oh, uh, before we go uh, to the break, everybody, massive news in the Asian Cup yesterday. Jordan beat South Korea to reach their first ever final um, at an international tournament. Yeah. I didn't see this one coming, Jim. No, it's it's interesting <laughs> as well because on Saturday's mailbag, uh, we had a question about um, the value of managers and how much they actually add. And I said, unfortunately, there was no way to see if a managerless team would work because there's no control group. But I had forgotten about Jürgen Klinsmann's approach to managing <laughs> South Korea. So, yeah. Um, yeah, clearly it doesn't work. It, um, yeah, it's it was a shock, wasn't it? But Jordan have been brilliant in this they tournament. Have. And they've had a lot of energy and they've had a lot of confidence as well yeah. and obviously that, that game against Iraq now the, the, that pivotal moment at the end seems all the more kind of yes. um, all, the, all, all the bigger really and they were they were good for it they scored yeah. two brilliant goals and, and they had a lot of good chances more than South Korea well, I mean but Klinsman himself said that you know they were much better than us um, I think that's what he said it was hard to 
the, the signal yeah. kicked over out the, of, over, over, the, <laughs> over the engines firing up. <laughs> See, um, is that why he looks so jolly at the end? Yeah, yeah I mean they, they, oh, they have for decades called him Grinzy Clinzy in, <laughs> in Germany. Nice. and it's no wonder. Yeah, well, he's been he was criticised, wasn't he? Because he was seen congratulating a Jordanian manager Hussein Amuta after the game. And I mean, like, I, I, to, to, if I dare defend him for a moment, he said, "Look, I was congratulating the other manager. You can't I just put said a well done, right in that position. Exactly, can you? really." Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I'm, yeah. It's not top of the list, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but it, you're right. It is a top list. But like yeah. the run of that Jordan had into the tournament is just really interesting. Like they lost every match against uh, Iraq, against uh, uh, Iran, against Azerbaijan. They managed one draw against Tajikistan, mm. and and they uh, and, and and they managed to perform like this in, yeah. in the cup. It's insanity. It's mm. glorious. Jordan are 86th in the world mm. in the, in the FIFA rankings. South Korea 23rd. You know, it's it's, it's a a huge victory. Not only obviously reaching the final, but beating a side who everyone would have had. That's down. incredible. A brilliant win, yeah, and they will been play to Jordan, haven't you? I have been to Jordan. Mm. Yes, probably what spurred them on, Jim. Jordan will play either hosts Qatar or Iran in the final. I'd love to see Jordan win that. Mm. Love to see it. Would love to see it. Uh, all right, everybody. Coming up in the second half, we've got some Super League bollocks, um, and uh, oh. The Vets World Cup. Yes, it is a thing. It is happening. Stay tuned. We'll tell you all about it. See you in a moment. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Uh, I nearly got the Hearts job once and they give it some some bloke from bloody Latvia or somewhere. I don't know where he come from. So that was a bit of an insult, wasn't it? Oh, welcome back, everybody. Yeah, but now I'm at Aberdeen, uh, so... Insult. Someone from <laughs> Latvia insult. might be able to do a job as an insult, is it, Neil? <laughs> right. Uh, what about this? Barcelona president, uh, Joan Laporta, has claimed that the Super League could be up and running next season. <laughs> 
Good. He, he good news. What we needed. Properly at the Kool Aid at the moment. Yeah, it's brilliant. <laughs> it's amazing. Because Jim, you you you've often had a part. You, you you like to have a dig at other clubs. It's 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 fair yes. to say. Um, would you like Arsenal to rethink their Super League approach? Because they did sign up to it once. Um, would you like to see them go for it this time? Um, no, I don't think we need it now. Because actually, what's interesting about this? We don't is, need it now. No, we, no, we've, no. We've, we've we've moved beyond that. Right. Um, so, what I find really funny about this is. Laporta has been so bullish about this, and yeah. sort of as has Perez as well. It's very, you know, the, the two Spanish clubs are, are not, you know, putting their guns down on this. Um, and then when Laporte starts saying that the, that the Italian clubs are interested, which brilliantly still doesn't fit Juventus, mm-hmm. like because like, <laughs> two Milan no, clubs, no one wants, to, no one trusts Juventus. Because yeah. let's not forget that Juventus are the absolute worst. Should reiterate that at every possible. They were included in the they original. Were, exactly. They've, Juventus have been kicked out of this <laughs> by the people who are making up the people who are going into it. That's how bad Juventus are, right? So, but you start thinking, well, if the the Italian clubs sign up mm-hmm. to it, and Barcelona and Real Madrid are there, Atletico want no part of it, which is also funny. Um, they're talking about the Dutch clubs. Um, and, and, and well, one or a, two a other clubs these... here and there. Yeah. And you think, oh, actually, well, if they did, if they did that. And they could get everyone on board. Over time, that might be a little bit of a threat. But then you read at the bottom of the article mm. in which I saw this reported, Roma reiterates that it does not support any project related to the so-called Super League. <laughs> yeah. Also, Marseille and Final have gone, yeah, no, we're not We're not involved in that. <laughs> and these are all clubs that Laporta has named as well. Uh, right. So he's, he's just making stuff up. At I mean, it's, it's an incredible one, yeah. I mean, when asked about the English clubs joining, he said, whether or not the English come, I, come, I don't care. They already have a Super League with the Premier League. But which is definitely... the only decent point he makes, actually, because that made it so baffling. Why? Liverpool, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United. Was it Manchester City as well? They were the five, Ooh. weren't they? It all signed the up as well, it. was it not? Oh yeah. How how understandable of me to forget <laughs> that. Um, but yeah, but it's it's right. You know, they they wanted to to challenge the Premier League. They thought they could grab a load of English clubs. Now but it's just... definitely it's definitely about improving football, though. Yeah. It's not a financial thing. It's definitely about improving football. That we can all agree on. Yeah. Um, Mr. Laporta, but uh, I love the fact that as Jim says he's just he's just snatching names. He's just quickly like you know googled like the various leagues and uh, uh, Feyenoord, Marseille's. Um... He sent a load of texts, <laughs> yeah. and who, whoever hasn't replied, mm. he's putting down as being in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. It's extraordinary when you think that not only would it not include the English clubs, and honestly, Jim, I think Arsenal should get involved. You'd definitely win this. <laughs> look at the other teams that are in it. I think yeah. you look at the fact that PSG won't be involved. Uh, the they weren't invited, were they? Won't be involved. Well, they're, they're so uh, Nasser Al Khalifi is so close to UEFA. Then they're not getting involved in this. Also, the he, German they clubs, love winning the, uh, the, the German clubs. All the time. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they love winning the Champions League. That's why they're no, going to stay no, in no, it. No, no. Yeah, probably. Uh-huh. Uh, and then the German clubs can't get involved in it for cultural reasons. So you have got mm. no Bayern, no Dortmund. I mean. The only RB Leipzig would consider it, wouldn't they? The only, <laughs> they're very moral, actually. The, the, the only the only thing you can hope for is a schism, a schism in, in football. Yeah. The sort of schism that has you know made boxing far less popular than it. Do you think we need a schism? A lot of other sports have gone, and, gone in for a schism. We haven't had one for ages. Well, no. I mean, this, this is, the Super League is trying to force a schism, which yeah. is Andy's point, I believe. You're anti-schism. I am anti-schism. Yeah. I've always thought that. About I think you. you know things do need to change, but it's not schism level. <laughs> but if if anyone was leaving it, you wouldn't let this guy lead it. Because, I mean, before he even started talking about the Super League, yeah. you're like, something's going on with Laporta at the moment because he was reacting to yeah. Xavi leaving, which he knew about about three and a half minutes before the press, by the way, which yeah. I think has slightly blindsided him. But he was saying, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't stick with uh, any other coach until the end of the season who said he was leaving apart from mm. Xavi. Well, no, you're sticking with him because there are no alternatives. But yeah, OK, carry on. And then he goes... Well, you know, I think we're in a good place at Barcelona at the moment. Sporting-wise, we're in a great place. Economically, we're in a great place. And even people who know next to nothing about Barcelona are going, come on, mate. What are you talking about? By the way, what, you know, what, what, do, what is the general feeling? I know it's very difficult to try and get a general feeling of a fan base, especially of, of clubs the size of Real Madrid Barcelona, two of the biggest clubs in the world. But is there a general feeling among these fans of like, oh, this is a load of bollocks, or, or are people wanting to buy into it? No, it's, it's, it's way different over there. Like, uh, there, there are a lot of Barcelona fans who believe that, yeah, 
we should get the right to get a Super League because it will fix all our financial problems. And everyone who's obstructing that is obstructing us getting back to our natural place. <laughs> really? So it's a little yeah. bit like you're almost sort of like bordering on sort of conspiracy theory. But, but, but do, you, do you know what? If you feel, that's a lot of fan bases, isn't it? If, if, if we're being that's fair. That's true. Yeah. But, but, but I, th- I think, I think uh, the, the thing is, the whole, the whole way on this Super League idea, if we go all the way back a couple of years to mm-hmm. when, you know, English fans took to the streets, UEFA was always going to hope for the help of those English fans in throwing the idea mm-hmm. out. Because in Spain, for example, it was like, yeah, maybe it's a good idea, maybe it's not, but yeah, fine. You know, there was there was never a sense of, mm. right, we can't have this. Because fans are considered so little already in Spain you know, that, that they used to being walked over. Yeah, true. I, what would be amazing if La Liga just went, we're going to kick you out. And you haven't even yeah. got a Super League. What you can do, play each other every week, you probably are. Although that would probably garner a lot of interest. But we got fed up with it. Month. Month. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but you say, you say that, Marcus, but the, there's not the same magic around El Clasico as there used to be. No, that's and true. It's, it's not just because of the drain of players. It's not just because of the financial mm-hmm. situation of, of, of those clubs at the moment and over the last couple of years. But, you know, it was an absolute pinnacle. It was absolute must-watch telly. It was the must-watch yeah. game. In European football, ten years ago, World when football. when when yeah, when Guard absolutely when Guardiola and Mourinho course, yeah. no longer interesting, no longer. Well, yeah, ultimately though, I think whatever happens at Real Madrid, Jude Bellingham will decide. <laughs> I think I'm just walking in the bar and go, hey, this is a crap idea, lads. Mm. All right, okay, fair enough. Back to La Liga. We Probs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right, uh, from one deplorable um, competition to one that is much more pure and bloody marvellous. Um, <laughs> a new competition will be taking place this summer. It's happening. This is happening. This is not us sort of speculating. Mm. This is happening. It's an over 35s World Cup to be held in England, of course, the home of football. Um, it's a Vets World home, Cup. The home of fl- faded glamour. <laughs> <laughs> At least the home have... of monetising ageing yeah. players. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, so the, the, the plans, it's, gonna, it's an eight-team tournament involving England, Argentina, Brazil, France, Germany, Italy, Spain and Uruguay. Of course, the only countries that have won the FIFA World Cup, yes, we are in there, um, won it more, uh, more uh, recently than Uruguay, okay? So it's, you know, <laughs> have a go at them. <laughs> uh, so the games will be played at just one stadium over the course of a week. Uh, they're looking to perhaps... Um, uh, Luton. The, the, Luton. <laughs> <laughs> I, do you know what? I, part of me did think... Zidane Craven, at Luton. Craven Cottage has... Uh, has the um, facilities now. Uh, yeah, has hosted some very... Are you int- on the tick? Are you on, <laughs> are you on the payroll? <laughs> this is my plea to get on the payroll, <laughs> let me tell you. Um, it's... Tawny Khan, a word in your ear. <laughs> uh, they've, they've hosted a few interesting international visits, but it's not going to be... Well, yeah. You never know. No, right. apparently they're saying that um, some stadiums up north in England uh, that they've been, they've been looking at some. So, you know, it could be the Piff Boss who hosts this, which would be a great shame. Mm. But anyway, only players who are aged over 35 and over and have been capped by their country or made 100 top flight appearances will be eligible to take part in the tournament. Now, there doesn't seem to be any chat about players currently playing. Vardy? Milner? Yeah, I mean, Milner I mean, would just do it for his fitness, would he not? So, so, the, so there's a big kind of like drop off after like the first two stipulations, and then to a hundred top flight games, isn't yeah. there? Really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah, if you if you can't, if there's no one interested, or you can't muster, or whatever, I don't, yeah. I don't know. But Steve McManaman is set to captain England. Now, the other captains of the teams are Esteban Cambias for Argentina, obviously Emerson for Brazil, Christian Caramba for France, Kevin Carani for Germany, Marco Materazzi for Italy. See, that's massive. Yeah. Do everything you can to get to that. Absolutely. Do those ages, Absolutely. Do those ages work? McManaman to Materazzi? Yeah, yeah that's true. I mean, over 35 yeah. is, a, is a huge range, isn't it? Yeah. You've got Mikel... It's a huge range of like, keeping fit, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Mikel Sargado for Spain and uh, Diego Lugano for Uruguay, which would be lovely nice. to see him. Four lands in there hey, for yeah. Uruguay. Yeah. Well. But hey. those, those captains, they are the um, the founders, I think, of the uh, was it the um, elite player group? I think it is who are putting on this tournament. That's right. the, name of the, organization. You, the England names are, are very special. Do you, do you yeah, want to read them out? Well, yeah, to Ashley Cole, Joe Cole, Rio Ferdinand, David James, Frank Lampard, Robbie Fowler. I love Frank very Lampard. defensive. Frank Lampard was a <laughs> Premier League manager not yeah. that long ago. Oh, go on, then. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Owen's in there as well. Michael Owen, yeah, yes, he is. Uh, yeah, he'll be he'll do a hamstring in the first five minutes. Well, when I, when I was at Leverkusen a couple of months ago. You look at Xavi Alonso, and he's he's still the best passer oh. in the team that's oh, at the top of the Bundesliga. Some of his like training montages where the managers pinging stuff it's around. Glorious. There are some fairly recently retired players still in there yeah. as well. It's it's gonna it's gonna be like Jim. playing Pro Evo Six. It it's is. Gonna, it really is brilliant nostalgia. <laughs> you, but you realise like how like 
we talked about this, I think, maybe on the mailbag, that that are there the kind of, you know, big, massive names in football at the moment that there were yesteryear, if you see what I mean. And you read out this and you think, yeah, the, the, it's... Uh, this it, spans a couple of eras, though. Yeah. I, fair enough, fair enough. True, true, true. Uh, it, it's, a li- it's a little... I love Vets football. I love, like... So, I even like soccer aid and stuff like that. I yeah. just like stupid yeah. things happening. Oh, it's, it's, it's the Royal where Rumble. Where else can you see Woody Harrison take a penalty? Exactly. <laughs> it's the Royal Rumble. It's like, you know, j- j- and the jobbers are the ones who take it seriously. It's always the players that you don't expect. You're like, wow, jeez, Robbie yeah. Fowler just punched someone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, as I said, he once got sent off in a game where it was like, um, uh, you know, it, when when you play like, um, you know... I don't, like, oh, like, you can pay like a bit of money and play with like a five like you can exactly. have a five side team with Robbie Fowler in it. Yeah, yeah, or you can play like they played yeah. at Anfield. Like remember yeah. when you've played at a ground before, like mm. I had that great experience at Old Trafford, which I may have mentioned once or twice before on the show. And it was, you know, a big company. The last great experience at, at Old Trafford. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> as, it, as it would now be seen as. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Robbie Fowler in one of those games once got sent off. Nice. What you have to Amazing. do to get sent off in one of those games is talk, just it's they, they talk about his housing portfolio, but he's still doing shit like this. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be that good. But but gentlemen, um, we have been told that uh, Italy have penned in Francesco Totti for this. Oh. You love to see oh, it. Yeah. So it's uh, 70 minute games as well, isn't that's it? Right, that's right, that's right. Which is slightly longer than I thought it would be. I thought maybe two two half an hour games. I don't yeah. know if VAR are involved, Andy. I don't know if we got that far. But uh, some of the Brazilian names, Kaká, obviously Ronaldinho, uh, Rivaldo. No mention of um, of uh, El Phenomeno uh, or, or Il Phenomeno no. Ronaldo himself. But, he does uh, bits every now and again. Kaká and Roberto Carlos are in there as well, though. Yeah. It, is, it is about as classic as you can you can get. This is, it's this incredible. Point. It's it's brilliant. So you're straight into quarterfinals and semis and finals, obviously. Mm. But I can see, like especially if in obviously here if England start doing well and, and depending on the Euros, but I can see people People kind of watching it like they do Masters football when you see the legends play and you kind of go, oh, this is a bit of fun. Oh, isn't that lovely? And then it kind of, the seriousness getting ramped yeah. up. And yeah. if some of these players who will still be very competitive, of course they, they will be, you know, I, I think this could I, be... I don't know. Have you seen these matches Jim, before? They trundle around. <laughs> look, lads, I'm telling you. Paul Gascoigne. If, if England... In his last match. Come on. Come on. Uh, if, if England win this, I'll be, I'll be in Trafalgar Square. <laughs> I'll be out there. I know you will be. <laughs> hey, uh, if, uh, Jim, if the uh, vets are anything like my vet that I deal with, with my dog, they're going to be very handsomely paid. <laughs> That's really good, mate. Nice really coming Jim. along. You can have that one if you want. Yeah, for your gigs. But you do play vets football, though, Peter. I do play You could have leaned football, on that. Yeah. <laughs> turn, turn it with uh, incorrect size shoes. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Mm. Um, have you seen those tech bro idiots who are doing uh, what they're or, or planning what they're calling the enhanced games. Now, everyone's oh, always right. made the joke like, huh, why don't we just let people take as many performance in, in right, yeah, as they yeah, want yeah, and see yeah. how it happens. There are people planning to actually to do, this, do that. Right, like yeah. a druggy World Cup. Essentially, yeah. <laughs> I, I wonder I, I'd watch that to be fair. I'd I wonder, wonder if this is the testing ground. Because <laughs> <laughs> we know the ability is there. It's just the stamina, the stamina that's gone, right? Someone's yeah. given Robbie actual lines. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Oh dear. Just everyone's on EPOs and yeah. blood thinners and yeah, yeah, all yeah. the fuck else. Yeah. Oh dear. A lot of comments I want to make now, but for the previous uh, legal chat, I don't won't bother. Ah, fuck mm. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, look, I, yeah, I'm bloody looking forward to this. Same. It's happening. Yeah. This is yeah, going to happen, everybody. If you miss out, then you'll be left behind. Uh, the, the, but the, like the no, they'll be left behind. <laughs> But the primo matches are always organised by like David Beckham. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Beck's like, won't like, get like involved. Proper, yeah, these are like, the, this is like the B team kind of yeah. set of people, I would say. But you know, you know Beckham's not going to get involved. Not a chance. No. And you know, no. Paul Skulls was invited and went, absolutely not. No, <laughs> not a chance. Skull, yeah. I, I, I reckon Lampard will be one of the best players at this. I just think I, he's still. I think Cafu's going to be player of the tournament. I mean, that's obvious, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> Meza Urza is not long retired. Yeah, no. so he's been yeah. in. There's a few, few in there that have retired very recently. Can Argentina, I mean, I mean the way refusing to play for Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes. Fuck yes. Can I change allegiance in Mets football? Um, well, I mean, if uh, if um, the Inter Miami tour of, uh, of of Asia and whatnot is to be believed, then the Lionel stuff. Messi might be retired very soon. Yeah, it's it's been it's been quite spicy, hasn't it? Obviously, it the, has. that part of the world, like every part of the world, god damn it, is is uh, politically it's, everything's quite politically charged, and the fact that uh, Messi didn't take to the pitch in. Uh, Hong Kong was uh, was seen as being a, a diss to, to China. Well, because obviously when you have these pre 
season tours or whatever, mm. you know, that, that certain players are contracted to play because mm. you know, it's why it's, do people yeah. want to see into Miami? It's not mm, to yeah. see the, you know, the hopeful fullback who's, you know, got a couple of appearances under his belt and oh, could this be a breakout season for him? It's to see Messi mm. and he didn't play. And then uh, was it the Hong Kong government got involved? Ask for an explanation. Yeah. yeah. We are, we missed out on Fizzer. <laughs> Fizzer having to <laughs> deal with an international to incident. Deal with that. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Have some reason, respect. Yeah, reason Chinese that, Taipei. Oh God! Oh God! Why did you say that? Reason three hundred and twenty-one. Why he's no longer into Miami manager. Oh dear. Um, yeah. Look, we we we. Uh, yeah, glorious. Um, gentlemen, before we turn our attention to tonight's fixtures, something that is also quite wonderful and has happened in in the world of football quite recently. Arturo Vidal has returned to Colo Colo, his uh, boyhood club in Chile, which. Is lovely stuff when you yeah. see a South American player return to their to their boyhood club. He's 36 now, and he's presented mm. to the fans last week. He arrived in uh, the ground on a helicopter, obviously, mm. and then rode around the stadium on a horseback while wearing a crown and holding a sword. I love Vidal. Mm. He he looks like a fictional character. Yes, um, just playing as a footballer, and he is behaving that way too. Yeah, I can't think of a footballer I would less trust with a sword. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you wouldn't. I mean, heli- helicopter rotors. A horse, yeah. like you just don't want, you just don't want happening, do you? Really? Well, I mean, is this again, worse than Harry Maguire riding around on a horse with a sword? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I suppose with Keegan, they just stopped it at the helicopter, didn't they? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But, that, but the thing is, though, like a European club would never let that happen because the risk of injury. Yeah. yeah. So again, he's just he, off he goes. But uh, one of his nicknames is King Arthur. Right. So that's probably where this comes. He's also got the nicknames the Warrior, which is understandable, and the Piranha, which I particularly they're like. all very appropriate. Yeah. yeah, he's got 142 international caps. Oh, he's, he's played for some massive clubs as well. He's, yeah, he's a brilliant player. I think he's quite an underrated player actually because he's so versatile. He played in that brilliant Juventus midfield where you had Pirlo, um, Marchisio, and him, and I think maybe Pogba actually was in there as well at the time. They reached yeah. the Champions League final. He was the junior member, wasn't he? Yeah, Pogs. but I, I mean, yes, he was. Yeah, but Vidal. A, a brilliant, brilliant footballer won a couple of Copper Americas, of course, with Chile, mm. and it's just it's just really lovely that I thought to, to brilliant to see. for several clubs. I yes. mean, he helped get the last good bit out of Messi at Barcelona yep. as well. Uh-huh. I think Bayern. Mm-hmm. I remember the first time I saw him live was playing for Bayer Leverkusen, and I remember I was in a seat quite close to the pitch, and I remember thinking. I'm going to get a great view of his second book in from here. <laughs> and do you know what I did? That's lovely. I really did. <laughs> he he did. didn't let me down. He wouldn't let you down, Andy. No no chance at all. All right. Tonight, uh, Aston Villa play Chelsea. Nottingham Forest play Bristol City in uh, their FA Cup fourth round replays. It's been reported that Chelsea may not be able to sack Mauricio Pochettino as the club are concerned. Doing so would put them in danger of breaching Premier League spending rules. Uh, another good understanding of how the rules work. Yeah. I mean, normally in, the financial, continues. in financial fair play type situations, bizarrely, certainly in um, UEFA financial fair play rules, of course it might be different in the Premier League. But um, sacking a manager still counts as an exceptional expense, mm-hmm. right. even even though so it doesn't go towards FFB, even though it's something is clearly not an exceptional expense because a lot of clubs do it once a year, maybe even twice. But the thing is, it's not going to stop them binning him if they really want to bin it. They'll just stick him on gardening leave. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, um, Poch did say he received a very good text from the owners recently. So that should clear it's that out. Like a text. meme or a gif. Or like, <laughs> I don't know. Click this link. Have you heard the, Yeah. <laughs> have you heard this one? Um, so I've put all my money in the account that they suggested and it should be fine. Um, well, we've been pushing for Chelsea to appoint Jose Mourinho, of, of course. Um, because let's not forget, we are under Jose's spell as much as anybody else. Yeah, Every time he's managed in England, we've all hated it for most of the time it's been happening. <laughs> and yet we're all desperate to see it again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, see, I see what you mean, Jim. I see what you mean. Well, it has been reported that after uh, Jose Mourinho departed Roma last month he left the ring that the squad had given him to commemorate their European uh, Conference League victory with um, yeah, he left it in Captain Lorenzo Pellegrini's locker in the club's dressing room because he was basically saying you're all traitors <laughs> yeah the actual quote was when you are men give it back to me <laughs> It's like it's like a. Um, did, he, did, he leave, did he leave that on a burner phone with a voice note? Do you think? <laughs> Which then distracted in front of their very eyes. It's, I, I kind of, it, for one, it feels like you know, like in a video game, you found find some like environmental storytelling. Someone's left a note behind you, like, oh, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. a bit of emotion. You know, it's a lovely bit of world building. But like, mm-hmm. it's a shame that like Pellegrini couldn't sort of keep that under wraps because the thing that Jose Mourinho wanted was 
was to for everyone to hear about this. Mm. And if Pellegrini just went, yeah, I'm not, te- you know what, just yeah, like, I'm not telling anyone. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, you're this right. This is just going to be between me and you. Yeah, and I get a ring. I'm going to go cash converters with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't even tell the rest of the school. No, if he hadn't told a single soul, he would be the only person. Know and you'd be like, you know what, Jose? Yeah. I win. Yeah, yeah. I win. That prick. would have been it. And then suddenly Marina's going, "Can you come to dinner?" And he's sitting there going, "What? You want to explain this to me?" No, no. It's just you and me, big boy. <laughs> no, should, Your secret is safe with me. They yeah. should give it to Danielli De Rossi at the end of the next game. They win. <laughs> yeah. They've won three in a row. So yeah. they're, they're in pretty good nick. A massive mm. ceremony, and he like, like he's, it was like a wedding, and they put it on the ceremony. And he's the new man. And he raises his hand. He would look end. good with a villain ring, actually, on the yeah. touchline. I think because you look at what he's rocking at the moment, the roll neck that Mr. Donaldson's very fond of. Mm. Actually, the blazer yeah. and Hides roll my neck hickeys. combo. <laughs> and your gills and my gills <laughs> and a very graphic neck tattoo <laughs> oh dear Andy did you finish your point or I think that yeah okay I think it's best to, oh dear yeah so uh, some big games in the FA Cup tonight two massive games in the Africa combination sites the semi-finals everybody get on this it's get good get on this at it, once this is you've only got three games left yeah. did they do a third fourth playoff can't remember if they do or not. Anyway, who cares? I, I, am, I imagine if they do, it is unwelcome for most Premier League team managers because all they do is whinge about the if you, Yeah, if you were in the in in CAF, you would just go, yeah, we're going to introduce a third place player and a fifth and sixth player, whatever they can do. They're going to be here all the month. Veterans. You're going to be playing all the veterans. Exactly, exactly. I spoke to someone who's who's out there covering the tournament um, the other day, and I was like, "What's what's the deal with uh, Victor Ozyman? Is he going to be fit for the semi?" And they're like. Yeah, he's, they're going to put him out there whether he's fit or not. He's, he's not travelled with the rest of the team because right. he's still getting treatment. So okay. he's in a different city <laughs> at the moment. But the full expectation is, yeah, like if, if he can stand, he's oh. out there. <laughs> Good. Whereas it's all been, a, it's all been uh, Adamola Lookman. Yeah, for he's been brilliant. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But he's been brilliant for Atalanta for the last couple of seasons. Now. He has, he has. All right, everybody. Thank you very much for listening to the Football Ramble, part of the Acast Creator Network. Patron subscribers, don't go anywhere. Keep listening for Ramble Uncut, where we're going to be talking about Pascal Chimbonda, among some other glorious nonsense. If you're not a patron subscriber, sign up to get Ramble Uncut every single Wednesday. Head over to patron.com forward slash football ramble. Also, follow us on Twitter, TikTok, YouTube and Instagram at Football Ramble and subscribe on Spotify. Thank you, Andy. Thank you. Thank you, PT. Farewell. Thank you, Jimmy. Thank you. See you soon. Football Ramble is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.